value of these companies is attributable to brand equity. So basically, having a good brand gives you kind of 20% upside, and you know, the, the better you are, the, the bigger this upside is. This is Jan Buza, Head of Business Development and Product at Drama, a trademark registration and protection platform. Relatively simple instrument, and if you if you think in advance, it's relatively cheap to get it, right? Uh, it's much cheaper than you know, to realize after five years of building a brand that your name is not registrable or that there are similar trademarks registered. And at that point, either rebranding uh, is an option, which is extreme, can be extremely expensive, or, or your name is then not defensible, which you know, decreases the value of a company. When creating your brand, it is easy to fixate on the details, but forget about the potential pitfalls then they are aware that uh, they are running in a much higher risk compared to the situation when you don't have a trademark because then you still can claim damages but you go through much more complicated court proceedings uh, than if you, if you have a trademark. Today we will explore trademarks, their importance and why protecting your brand name can prevent future loss of value for your startup. This is Savvy with Sparring, where we talk to founders, investors, and people in the startup ecosystem about entrepreneurship and getting a business off the ground. I'm Annabelle Pemberton, Legal Mind at Sparring, and I'll be guiding you through how business and law mesh together. I joined the Trauma last year as a, as a head of business development and at the at the present, I'm also in charge of the product development in general. Uh, and before this, I, I worked for CodeQuant. Uh, it's a legal tech startup that was uh, you know, in using AI to, to predict the cases decision. And also I worked for a couple of startups uh, before as well as a, as a VC funds. Term, I would like to change how trademarks work. What we won't like to achieve is to, to kind of make trademarks a, a standard thing when you are thinking about the launching a business. Now, you know, you wouldn't choose an, your company name before checking uh, whether the website is free. Uh, now, what you would like to achieve in you know, a couple, down, couple of years down, down the road is that uh, in addition to the website, you'll be checking by us, and preferably whether, whether the trademark is available as well. Today, we will focus on why a trademark is important for a startup's brand. So what is a trademark and what value does it bring to a startup? Basically, what trademark does is that it gives you exclusivity on the use of certain words or, or kind of graphics. Uh, generally, it's name or logo, but it can be also name of your products or, or it can, can be a, a slogan you are using. A trademark is valid for 10 years from the date of filing the application. If you do wish to renew it after this 10 years, it can actually be repeated and extended by a further 10 years. As a technology startup, you might not think your brand name or product is that valuable to your success. However, brands are valuable for companies. Uh, for example, when you look at the, the kind of the most valuable companies such as Apple or Coca-Cola, uh, the, the Economist did a, did a study last year, like published uh, an article about this. And basically what they say is that uh, about 20% of brand equity or the, of the value of these companies is attributable to brand equity. So basically, Having a good brand gives you 20% kind of upside and you know, the, the better you are, the, the bigger this upside is. Having trademark protection can also provide you with an infrastructure to rely upon for future protection. Now, it's very hard to kind of use or utilize this upside 
if your competition is able to use the kind of very similar branding and uh, that's that's where trademarks come into came into play because it's it's a tool that enables you to kind of relatively easily enforce your your exclusivity rights on, on a certain certain name so to give you an example for example social media handles or or you know if you are selling anything at the Amazon uh, marketplace, if you are using Google ads, you know, having a trademark gives you exclusive use, right to use the a certain name. So for example, if there is a competitor with a similar name, you can just then file a notice to Instagram or Facebook. And it's much easier to take the copycats down if you have a, your, your kind of name registered. Furthermore, some popular social features that you will want to utilize to boost your brand will need you to have a trademark. Also. Uh, there are kind of these niche things such as that, uh, for example, at the Twitter, if you want to claim social media handle, handle uh, they require to have a trademark at Amazon. If you want to be um, have access to their advanced uh, kind of marketplace features, you also need to have a trademark. Same kind of with, with, with the Facebook. Uh, if somebody is uh, pretending to be you or, or kind of uh, trying to copy your brand, there is quite quite simple procedure how to how to file a trade kind of infringement complaint but for all these things that are really kind of easy and cheap you need to have the trademark so sometimes we we come across clients that say that well but even if i have trademark i will then need to spend a kind of lot of money on on lawyers then it may be the case if you are standing against some kind of large corporation but there is a there is a wide number of use cases where having a trademark it's really kind of the quickest way to, to claim your rights. Ensuring you own your brand by having rights in the intellectual property is essential for due diligence when you are securing investors. And if we go into technicalities, obviously, if you want to have any kind of investors, will be fundraising in the due diligence process. One of the questions will be, okay, so how, how is your IP secured? You know, uh, who does have a rights to the brand? And uh, you really don't know, don't want to be crashed into this issue in the third week of due diligence when you have only two months of uh, runway left. So kind of, it's a really relatively simple instrument. And if you, if you think in advance, it's relatively cheap to get it, right? Uh, it's much cheaper than you know, to realize after five years of building a brand that your name is not registrable or that there are similar trademarks registered. And at that point, either rebranding uh, is an option, which is extreme, can be extremely expensive or or your name is then not defensible, which you know, decreases the value of a company. A trademark can therefore act as a shield to protect you from others taking advantage of a popular but unregistered brand. But then there are also the cases when your competition realizes that you don't have a trademark for certain goods and services and they start to either exploiting this or register the trademark there. Uh, it's kind of unfair competition, but you know, still happens. And again, you can challenge this and fight this, but it becomes much more much more expensive and it's very easy to avoid if you if you think you know one or two steps ahead after looking into why it is important to protect your brand what steps should you take to make sure that your brand or logo are actually protectable mm -hmm. what i what i would recommend is the kind of before the starting the whole thing and and the creating a kind of definite branding and buying all international domains um, I would check whether the name is available, basically. And uh, there are two basic criteria with, which which are you know considered by trademark offices when when you are, your your name is evaluated when you are applying for a trademark. The one is that uh, 
it needs to be distinctive. So for example, if you are Apple and you would like to get the trademark for computers, you can get it because word Apple is not associated with computers you know, technically in any way. If you want to, to open a grocery store and you would like to call it an Apple, uh, probably wouldn't get this trademark because Apple is, you know, kind of fruit. It's associated with the, with the category you are, you are operating in. Now, the, the second criteria is uh, you know, the uniqueness. Uh, so your name not only needs to be distinctive related to the category, but also there can be identical name registered or very similar name. And now there is, a, again, a gray area in, in what kind of similarity means here. But generally, if there are kind of several competitors with a similar name, uh, one of them is, is likely to oppose, especially if it's owned by some large corporation. And then you'll end up spending a ridiculous amount of money on, on kind of litigating or kind of in discussions with uh, with lawyers of some, you know, Google or large corporation. So these two things are relatively easy to do in advance. And if you do them, you can save yourself a lot of time and, and money. Generally, your activities may be covered in, in various classes of, mm -hmm. uh, of, of these trademarks. So you may want to kind of narrow down what's the most important for you and not go very broad here because you know the broader you go the higher is the chance that uh, you'll come across somebody uh, who is uh, similar to you. You should ensure your name is both distinctive and unique and also know which product areas you would like protection in. If you are unsure if your current trademark can be protected, Trama have a free trademark verification tool on their website. If you are a later stage startup, you might be listening thinking there is another brand with the same or similar name to you. There are some solutions here, but ultimately doing a check before you start is the most ideal path. Again, it depends how, how similar the other company is. Sometimes you have a similar company names, even in the same class, but doing something different. So for example, in, in generally technology is covered by several classes. In class nine, you have uh, things like eyeglasses, downloadable apps, and uh, say, you know, microscopes or many different things which are totally unrelated. Now, uh, sometimes it's possible to reach a coexistence agreement uh, with the other party. So they will explicitly allow you to use the name for, for a given category or subcategory of, of uh, goods and services. Other than that, if you're already in position that uh, there is a company with a similar name, you need to negotiate with them. There is uh, not, no easy way around. So now you know the characteristics that you need to have in your brand to make sure that it can be registered. How does registration work? So other than uh, getting a, a proper name in the beginning or and trademarking soon, relatively soon, uh, sometimes you need to get a trademark in, in various uh, jurisdictions uh, because you need to get individual trademarks in each jurisdiction you are, you are operating in. So trademarks are registered at the intellectual property offices of the selected country that you need to have your mark registered in. For example, you can have a UK trademark, but you can also have a European trademark and select it to be registered in a specific country in the European Union. There's also possibilities to have US trademarks and these other trademarks that Jan also discusses. Registration takes approximately five to seven months, which is mainly caused by the mandatory publication of the trademark for a period of three months. And during this time, it is impossible for other brands who might have a similar mark to you 
or a ground to actually oppose the trademark to do so. So this is a mandatory requirement and you just need to factor this in when you're actually registering. There is no need to worry about the length of the proceedings because after the successful registration, the trademark is protected from the date of the application for registration. Sometimes it's the case that the startups go overboard, especially, you know, if they get the funding and they're like, okay, whatever, it doesn't matter whether it's 10,000 or 15,000. The cost and time frame of your registration is going to depend on the location that you actually want your brand to be protected within. So be focused on where matters for your brand, because it can actually impact how long and how expensive the trademark registration is going to be. Sometimes the company doesn't want to file a patent because they then they show how the whole thing works. Uh, in case of trademarks, I think like the categories are, are general enough that just by kind of filing a trademark, um, it most, it's not possible to really kind of see the you know, secret sauce of, of a product or product or service. Also remember, as part of the process, to check the brand name is available and not already used and registered by another company. Once you have registered a trademark, it will be findable on a public register. However, remember you can use a PO address to protect your privacy. As a trademark registration platform, Trama helps individuals with protecting their brands. One of their services is ongoing screening to highlight if a competing brand is registered. Again, it depends on what kind of startup you are, but uh, kind of according to, to various reports, there have been kind of, if you look at the large companies, vast majority, and by vast majority, I mean like 85%, I've come across a trademark infringement uh, in the last year. So as kind of, if you are really uh, going to be successful and if you are operating in B2C market, there's very good chance that somebody will, will start copying you and, and free riding on your, on your uh, kind of brand equity. So I think like it's, Probably not that important in early stage, kind of to really fight this. But sooner or later, if you are successful, this will become a problem. And, and it's really easy to kind of act preemptively and register trademarks before the problem becomes real. The fact that you have a trademark is not that helpful unless you kind of uh, make sure that you are enforcing your rights. So it's possible that somebody is copying you and you are not aware, or that somebody is trying to to register a trademark that is kind of confusingly similar, but uh, but not as similar. And there is a kind of gray area in which it is possible. Uh, and therefore, if you if you also have, in addition to trademark, also trademark monitoring service, uh, we we do screen for for similar companies trying to register their brands, either from from logo perspective or from uh, uh, kind of the, the name perspective. So how is Trauma hoping to expand to further enhance services to protect brands? We are providing end-to-end brand protection. So from the research of a trademark ability through processing the trademark registration, through covering follow-up agenda, to kind of uh, providing trademark monitoring services. Uh, each of them is covered by certain kind of players on the market, but we are uh, putting this into into one funnel or you know in one one service, and also we are able to cover different jurisdictions. We are generally not uh, not available, so mostly we work in the EU, UK, and and US. But we are also able to register trademarks in Canada, Switzerland, or or Australia. So kind of we are currently one stop shop for for trademark protection.
Today, we have focused on trademark and brand protection. If you go to playbook.sparring.io, you will be able to find other ways to protect your intellectual property. This podcast is created by Sparring, a legal and strategic service for tech visionaries.